Good morning, children. There's an M in there and callers too. There are subjects to hear because he talks at you. Open wide, come inside. It's M's house. It's M's house. It's M's house. That's right. Call in. Talk to you. And a chair as well. There are people with games and stories to tell. Open wide, come inside. It's play school. Come inside. G'day, Em. How you going? Long time no chat. This is Georgie D. Dude, I have been experiencing audio anorexia. I know, I know, I've been publishing a little bit, but I just haven't been listening to people. I have no excuse. The dog ate my homework. I guess I could say that. Listen, I'm calling in about your suicide episode. It's a little bit heavy. I'm not going to go to the suicide place just yet, but um, I'm really excited that you did. But I'd like to talk about the fashion section that you had on there about ripped jeans. I've never heard such a fascist Nazi, really. <laughs> you were a fashion Nazi, dude. Talk about giving people rules and regulations. Plus, I disagree with you. I mean, I think if you're going to have something underneath a ripped jean, then a coloured, stripy, sparkly, sequined stocking is better than a flesh one, which is just pretending to be skin. I mean, that's just faux. Faux fashion is what I meant to say. Faux skin, faux fashion, F-A-U-X, French word. So, look, darling, when I grew up, I was very poor and my jeans ripped because I had no money. Actually, that's not true. But when I grew up, I was living in England and I was a punk, so I was the first one to experience ripped jeans. Well, that's not true either. Either. That's a new word just for you. However, the truth of the matter is that I have worn ripped jeans in my life many times, a couple of times because they just ripped because I was poor and not because I grew up poor, but because I was spending all my money on sex, drugs and alcohol and really good music and great fashion. And uh, that's, that's an oxymoron in there, isn't there? Yes. All right. OK. It's, uh, I, I might be contradicting myself somewhat this morning. I'm very excited because I just got my house back. Um, speaking of House of M. But I don't, I think ripped jeans, I, you know what? I don't like them. That's all I've got to say. Georgie D, how are you? Welcome to the House of M. It's been a long, long time without you here. Um, I feel like the sun is shining a bit brighter because you've come to visit. Please take a seat. Do you want some tea? Are you still into the green tea, green tea stuff? Or are you into trendy stuff now that you're a 50 year old? Are you into trendy stuff like matcha now? Or that um, Chinese tea that's like super expensive. Is that is that your thing now? Um, anyway, I find it interesting that here you are being an audio feeder. So you're pushing audio books now, audio narratives of stories that you like and books that you like. And you've got hours and hours worth of that content that you're forcing people to gorge on. Um, you're turning people into, what are those little little French birds? Autolong? You know, you're turning turning poor little anchor listeners into these these gorged up, fattened um, audio fatties. <laughs> I 
horrible, horrible imagery there. But you yourself are on this audio detox, audio anorexia. You're not listening to too many stations, but you're shoving audio down people's throats. You need to stop that. That's being an audio Nazi. <laughs> I don't know if it's being an audio Nazi, but it's it's an interesting approach that you're taking to the audio life. Um, but speaking of Nazis and the fact that you're calling me a fashion Nazi, a fashion a fascist, a fashionist, um, you know what? I will gladly take that title of fashionist because, <laughs> on this platform anyway, because I feel like like it's just the way that things need to be. It's just the way things need need to be. Um, so like you say, Georgie D, and for the kids listening, Georgie D, like she said herself, grew up in the punk era, sex, drugs, alcohol, and many terrible things, which unfortunately I can't say um, on Anchor because we'll both get arrested because I'll probably be um, charged with aiding and abetting um, and being complicit to so many terrible actions and crimes. Um, but... Needless to say, Georgie D grew up in a different era. I grew up, I guess, in the grunge era, which I suppose mildly related to the punk era, but not the same. Both eras did have um, some kind of ripped jean aspect, ripped jeans aspect, um, but definitely a different view on on what should happen. So definitely in the in the punk era, it, it, it was cool to have rainbows and unicorns and whatever coming out or assaulting you um, from under a pair of ripped jeans. That that was totally acceptable in that time. And Georgie D, if, you, if you're doing like, uh, you're going to a dress-up party and it's like retro, <laughs> retro-themed, then by all means, you can, you can wear your ripped jeans in that way. But if you're wearing your ripped jeans to work <laughs> or to the mall or just to do some gardening in the backyard in your fancy house that has been returned to you. Um, you just just need to respect the designer. And I think that's that's really where I, I uh, feel so strongly about it, that we live in a time where there's so many designers who are doing so many different things, and they are jeans that are ripped and have a patch that the designer specifically chose, which has rainbows or unicorns or stars or any of that sort of stuff. And that designer chose it specifically to go with that look. And then you can accessorize it however you want. But for you to then wear funny colored thermal underwear under your ripped jeans is just fashion faux pas. I know that word too, you know. Parlez-vous. Uh, thank you very much. Um, it's just wrong. Why would you do that? Why would you wear thermal underwear or yoga pants or leggings under your jeans, and we can see it. Like it's it's horrible. <laughs> like you can wear certain kinds of underwear uh, with ripped jeans, and we can see it. Sure, but not your ugly thermal underwear or your yoga pants that have been washed for days. Horrible. And if 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 I feel that way, and people feel offended by that, and they think that I'm some kind of fashionist because of that then goddamn, so be it, okay? So be it. There's a right way to do these things these days. There's so many options out there. And like I said, option one is just buy a different pair of jeans. You don't have to wear those pairs of jeans. 
um, that 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 give um, that bring in a draft, uh, a cold draft when you're when it's cold. Just just don't do it. Just oh, damn it. Just don't do it. <laughs> Rainbows and unicorns. Rainbows and unicorns coming out of your asses, kittywinkles. Speaking of children, I love your little caveat about George D being naughty and M's not. <laughs> George D is very naughty, children. Just watch out. Matcha tea, buddy. I don't, you know, I don't, something you might not know is that matcha, many people don't know this and it's stupid because they should know it. Matcha is actually ground up green tea leaves. Same shit, different form. And that stuff, although it's very good for you, is very high in caffeine. And as you know, I drink a lot of coffee in the morning. Coffee, coffee with Georgie. So I don't drink matcha tea. In fact, I hate that stuff. I hate that shit. I hate green tea. I hate matcha. I drink rooibos. You may have heard of this tea, Mr. M. It's got more antioxidants than green tea. By the way, this audio Nazi thing, it's completely founded and true. I have been force-feeding... The people in audio, with my audio, pâté au foie gras de audio. I've got a tube down their gullets and I'm making them swallow every single page of the collector, piece by piece. Why haven't I been listening? Uh, many, many reasons, such as the new iteration of Anchor did my head in. They took the comments away, ba-baum. They stopped echoing and clipping, ba-baum. And it's denigrated the community feeling on here. And it's much more difficult to listen to people. It's so much harder. It doesn't roll through anymore. You don't pop up on my little chocolate wheel, my dial. And there's so much, dare I say it, detritus out there in audio. It's hard to cop a good feel. I mean, listen to a really good quality piece of audio. But I saw you pop up in my little listeners on the collector ram and I was like, God damn it, is that sneaky mofo back on audio again? And I was very pleased to come back and listen to your Nazi fascist ravings about fashion. Very pleased indeed. So thank you very much for publishing all my call-ins. And yes, I'm using my Samsung cheat to do a long call-in right here, right now. Okay, Em, it's been delightful. I am fantastic. I am actually fabulous and fit and 50. You guessed it. The crone thing, it's just a ruse. I look amazing. But if I go around telling everybody how fit I am, then I'll have way too many men throwing themselves at me. And there's already too many. There's a tsunami. So we've got to beat them off with a stick. So I'm just going to keep prolifer, pro, 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 spreading that story, prolificating, is that the word? That I'm a crone, that I'm an ugly, dried up old crone. I'm a has-been. And then I don't have to beat the men off with a stick, do I? <laughs> It was lovely to hear your voice. Thanks for playing. Love your work, Em. Okay, ripped jeans rant over. I like that you're talking about fashion at all. I think it's good that you're doing that. It's fantastic. I just disagree with you. Next topic, suicide. First of all, Alexander McQueen is dead. And nobody told me. I, I got such a shock when I saw your episode. I was like, what? Where have I been? Under a rock? And then I realized that, yes, I have been living under a rock because I refuse to listen to media. Watch media, view media, expose myself to media. I hate it. Same reasons that you hate it. So I was a little bit surprised. And I do adore 
um, his fashion and did adore him. He's an iconic English fashion designer and also a strong mover and shaker in the LGBT community. But, you know, what I find, I've experienced suicide around me and I work with clients that experience suicide. It's very prevalent in disengaged groups of the people that I teach. People that are really creative often suffer from mental health issues. So I know that not just creative people suffer from mental health problems, but I do think that creative people living in the public eye suffer particular pressures that make it difficult for them to exist and live their lives. That's one of my thoughts on that subject. Secondly, it is ironic that they've all hit middle age and then made that decision. Having gone past middle age, I'm now 50, M. I turned 50 last December. I just like to say that it's difficult for me to wear ripped jeans now because the bits and pieces of my body which are not being supported by gravity any longer will just ooze out of the holes in the ripped jeans or just seep out through the cracks. So I can see why some people who have very high standards for fashion start feeling depressed at a certain age because, let's face it, it's all downhill physically at a certain age, isn't it? And I, I really feel that pressure. Hence, there's no more ripped jeans in my wardrobe now. <laughs> Bits of you oozing out, really? Are you are you talking about, about actual parts of your body or are you talking about sex appeal? Because I don't really buy into this whole old crone um, story that you're trying to spin for the anchor listeners. Um, I think you probably look really good for a 50-year-old. Uh, especially um, considering all of the sex, drugs, and alcohol that you've that you, uh, punished your body with um, in your younger years and probably sometimes still occasionally engage in. Um, but in terms of uh, fashion stuff, yeah, I think, um, or creatives, I think that, yeah, they, they have an added b burden um, of the, the the world being too much right now. I remember working for a, um, or consulting to a fashion group um, who have ties to um, quite a lot of uh, a diverse portfolio of brands. I think in Australia, they now own things like Tarot Cash and Connor and YD, uh, maybe a couple of other brands. Uh, but yeah, G-Star, Charles and Keith, Phase 8, um, so they're kind of like, I don't know, middle tier, I guess, middle to kind of slightly above middle uh, fashion brands. And I remember consulting to them during the, 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 the downturn. So it was like 10 years ago or so. And um, there was all this talk about how companies like Zara and H&M and all these other horrible brands like Topshop were doing this fast fashion thing. So suddenly they were creating fashion and products so much quicker. So if something came out on TV... In, in the month, Zara could have uh, a competitive a competitor style in their stores, maybe even less, whereas a lot of traditional retailers, it took them three months or six months or even a year to get a line into a store. Um, and I remember, yes, you're sitting with the, the management people, the operations people, the finance people, and they're talking about how the numbers work, how the logistics is going to work. And then the last person to be told that, hey, we're changing, completely changing the approach to fashion was the designer. And I wouldn't be surprised if people like Alexander McQueen, 
who passed away in 2010, which is around that time when a lot of brands were now struggling with this whole thing of, do we go into fast fashion or does, you know, haute couture stay in a slow cycle or does, you know, premium stuff like, you know, your LVMH brands uh, or your, uh, your Hermes, Hermes brands, um, if those, if those stay in a longer cycle. I'm pretty sure there's there's a lot of designers who who got that call that hey you know what you're gonna need to turn in your designs in two days um, instead of in two years or well, maybe not two years but like two months or something um, and I think that that the world that we live in is really unfriendly to creative types um, and that might predispose them to certain things um, but I think it, it puts pressure on all of us um, and so many people are creatives. Um, without being, without having some kind of notoriety or fame or any of that sort of stuff. There's a lot of people who are teachers, yeah, like yourself, Georgie D, um, who are creative in the way that they're teaching. And there's so much pressure in terms of your students are a little bit more lippy, your students are on their phones, there's all the social media stuff, they want you to be sending them course notes on WhatsApp or, you know, Dropbox or all of this stuff. And maybe it's stuff that would have taken you a longer time. Maybe you wanted to spend more time, but because of social media and, and pressure and all of this stuff, um, we're all feeling like, oh my God, can we, um, can we keep up? Can we make it? Can we, you know, do this stuff um, in the way that is now expected and still maintain that quality of creativity and, and our own personal standards? Um, so, so yeah, like I, I do feel really bad for um, the creatives out there um and people in general i feel like the world is really unkind um and sadly the the big bad here are not fashionists okay fashionists aren't the big bad the big bad is the media um and the tools that people are using in totally the wrong ways sometimes and these expectations and pressures that we have which um sadly at times because people are too busy chasing certain things rather than sitting and uh, pausing and conversing and talking and supporting. Um, there's some people who are getting left behind. And when they're left behind, they choose an option which ends up with the ending of their own lives. so true. Money, that evil thing. That's too bad. I agree with you, Em. I think the world has become this fast-paced machine, all in the hurried, frenzied rush to get the dollar to be successful and to be happy and to live in the moment all at the same time. <gasps> I think that's the problem with the world, Em. And the creatives like myself that shy away from it, so much happier. This has been a Georgie D invasion.
to play It's Em's house and Georgie D invasion 